When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's good, crypto fam? And happy Friday. Yesterday, we smashed 25,000, setting a new high for this year of 2023. In today's show, Bitcoin metric prints the mother of all Bitcoin bullish signals for the first, fourth time ever. The first time this occurred was in 2015. We saw a 7,400% pump. Then in 2019, we a 160% pump. And then in 2020, a 640% pump. Also in today's show, Russia to roll out CBDC pilot with real consumers starting this April, as well as the Bank of Japan to launch its CBDC pilot before May. Also in today's show, breaking news, SEC sues Doquan and Terraform Labs for fraud. We'll also be discussing CZ, the Binance CEO, makes stablecoin prediction following the SEC's BUSD enforcement action. Also in today's show, top crypto analyst Mikhail Vende Pop advises his followers to erase context and trade price and calls for a Bitcoin price action between thirty and $35,000. Also be sharing the latest predictions and updates from Adam Back. And we'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome to everyone just tuning in. This is pod episode number 1197. I'm your host, JV, and today is February 17th, 2023. Checking out the market, which you can see here, we're currently correcting and pulling back after a pretty bullish god candle we witnessed. We currently see Bitcoin pulling back 3% after tapping 25,000, just sitting currently above 24,000, with ETH down about 2%, trading back under 1,700. Now, as you can see, the overall cryptos are all currently correcting and checking out coin marketcap.com we can see the cryptocurrent market cap sitting at roughly 1.1 trillion dollars with 78 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with the current bitcoin dominance at 42.4 percent with the ether dominance at 18.7 percent and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours we have filecoin up 40 percent trading at seven dollars and 71 cents followed by astar up 10 percent trading at 10.4 cents followed by rocket pool up 10 percent trading at 53 dollars and 39 cents below that we have icp clay and magic and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week massive gains for the overall altcoin market we have bgb up 51 percent we have WeMix up 80 and a half percent and filecoin up 55%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 61 in greed, yesterday a 62, the highest we've seen this in a very long time. Last week was neutral with a 48, and last month also neutral with a 52. So there you have it. Welcome again to everyone just tuning in. Let's now dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis. Check it. Bitcoin price indicator has flashed a green for the fourth time ever this week and a major warning to bears. In a tweet February 16th, crypto market analysts announced that the dollar cost average indicator was now suggesting a raging 
bull market. Let's go. The latest Bitcoin metric to flip bullish on the longer time frames, the DCA indicator, is even getting attention from major Bitcoin investment circles. It buys signals. They're rare, he suggests, seeing just three throughout Bitcoin's history, each preluding to serious Bitcoin price upsides. Quitting him here, today marks the fourth time the signal is suggesting a raging bull market, he wrote. And as you can see in the tweet, the mother of all Bitcoin bullish signals has flash, which is the dollar cost average indicator. Historically, it has flash only thrice in Bitcoin's existence, and each occurrence led to massive rallies of 7,400% in 2015, 160% in 2019 and 640% in 2020. Today marks the fourth time the signal is suggesting a raging bull market. Send it. Let's freaking go because just contemplating if we were to only pump 160%, we're still talking about near a new all-time high. Now, DCA, as we all know, refers to an investment strategy whereby a buyer allocates a fixed amount of capital to gain exposure to an asset at set intervals where my dollar cost average Bitcoin hodler is at. Hollage boy. This could be buying 10 bucks per week in BTC with the concept regularly touted as an optimal way of gaining exposure to volatile cryptocurrencies. The DCA indicator measures the relative profitability of a hypothetical DCA strategy involving $1 buys per day for a year. And once it crosses into profitable territory marked as 365 on its scale, major bull markets have historically begun. Now, as the analyst argues, an exception appears to be mid-2022 when a move above the 365 mark subsequently reversed and Bitcoin started its journey to multi-year low near 15,600, the current cycle low. And nonetheless, amid the atmosphere of increasing faith in Bitcoin's 2023 recovery enduring, others were also willing to give the latest breakout the benefit of the doubt. Quoting uh, CEO Dan Caprio, uh, right here, Tapiero, rare massive Bitcoin buy signal, he says. Now, beyond DCA, another rare bull signal this month comes in the form of the Williams percentage oscillator. As reported, depending upon the time frame, it's Bitcoin's bull run signal. They do not yet point unequivocally to the moon. Caleb Franzen, a senior market analyst at Qubit Analytics, flagged the breakout, warning that Bitcoin's latest trip to the six-month highs represents a failed breakout. Now, the largest crypto also faces a major hurdle in the form of several moving averages, overhead acting as resistance for much of last year. As pointed out here, this shows the two moving averages forming a death cross for the first time ever in the month. Now, I also point out that the 200-week moving average is currently sitting at roughly $25,000, and we're currently sitting with a price action of 24000 So I'd like us to overcome that as that will be a a uh, bullish historical signal. And as you can see, we got the DCA signal, lots of bullish metrics for the King Crypto right now, which makes things that much more exciting. But with that being shared, now let's discuss some CBDCs rolling out. First, we're going to discuss the pilot rollout of Russia and then the Bank of Japan. And I'll also be sharing my thoughts and sentiment on these central bank digital currencies. Now, the Bank of Russia is preparing to roll out its first consumer pilot for the nation's central bank digital currency, April 1st, 2023, right around the corner two months away. Russia's central bank is set to soon debut the first real-world digital ruble transaction involving 13 local banks and several merchants. First Deputy Governor Olga 
shared. That's right. The official noted that the upcoming CBDC pilot will involve real operations and real consumers in Russia, but will be limited to a certain number of transactions and customers. As reported, we plan to launch the digital ruble project April 1st with transactions involving individual transfers as well as payments in trade and service enterprises, he stated at the Euro Forum Cybersecurity in Finance. She also added that the banks participating in the pilot have technically confirmed their readiness to start testing the digital ruble. Here she is here. The deputy governor clarified that general consumers would not be able to participate in the pilot in the first stage as the banks will enter the pilot with chosen consumers. And following the first pilot stage, the Bank of Russia plans to determine how to scale the digital ruble further as stated. Now check it. The latest crypto by her follows the roadmap for digital ruble rollout that the central bank officially introduced back in June of last year. Initially scheduled for 2024, the consumer CBDC pilot was moved to an earlier date as the Russian central bank was looking for an alternative to the SWIFT payment system amid Western economic sanctions against Russia. Interesting, eh? Don't forget the game theory is in full effect. The news comes amid some of Russia officials claiming that the Bank of Russia is considering a potential gold-backed token targeting cross-border transactions. Bank of Russia's first deputy governor, Vladimir, believes that such a golden token will help uh, Russia create a new attractive investment product and build a demanded payment method of international settlement. So there you have it, the CBDC pilot to be released sooner than expected. You already know my sentiment. I say stay away from CBDCs. They tried rolling this out in Nigeria and 99% of the population rejected it. So now they're getting rid of cash. So they're forcing the uh, citizens to use these crappy CBDCs that nobody wants. So keep that in mind. But now let's dive into the CBDC rollout for the Bank of Japan which we'll discuss. A nation where foreign stablecoins like Tether are prohibited plans to begin its central bank digital currency pilot are in April of 2023. That's right around the corner. Two weeks, fam. It aims to include private businesses and test the model of the CBDC ecosystem. February 17th, Bank of Japan released the opening speech of its executive director at a CBDC committee meeting. And in it, he announces that the bank decided to launch a pilot program for the digital yen in April after finishing its proof of concept testing, which began in uh, 2021. The pilot test will continue to work on the technical feasibility of the digital yen and extend the experiment to modeling a CBDC ecosystem with the participation of private companies. And as the official specifies, no actual retail transactions will be made during the pilot only simulated ones. Now, the speech focused on the design of the future CBDC and the need to consult with the private sector on alternative data models. Now, architectures for offline payments and other vital elements of the system and for those kind of consultations, the CBDC forum will be created. The news about the CBDC pilot was highly anticipated as local media reported Bank of Japan's intention back in November of last year. And according to the reports, at least three Japanese mega banks and region banks will collaborate with the Bank of Japan. Meanwhile, Japanese authorities also consider lifting the ban on foreign stablecoins, which came into law 2022. According to the Financial Services Agency of Japan, the amendments should be passed by June 2023. And while they won't let any foreign stablecoin into the market automatically, the green light will show the those coins will successfully pass individual checks. Now, I didn't even know that, that they don't accept stablecoins in their country. That makes things even that much more interesting, almost like it's going to force their citizens to participate in the CBDC 
pilot? Uh, it seems that way. I mean, why wouldn't you have any alternatives? I mean, at least in other parts of the world, you have an option. If you don't want to keep your crypto and uh, hypothetically in Bitcoin or Ethereum, you can keep it in uh, stable coins such as Tether USDT. Um, you can keep it in uh, Circles USDC. You can keep it on the Ethereum blockchain via DAI, DAI. And then, you know, Binance has their own stable coin, which is currently being attacked, uh, BUSD. So there's lots of alternative options. And when I think there, the more options there are, the better it is because there's a game theory built into the ecosystem. But when you're forced to only use one, you know what I mean? Stable coin, or in this case, digital yen, which is a CBDC, a central bank digital currency with money which can expire and can be used against you to control you, is not a good look uh, whatsoever. So just say no to CBDCs. It's only a matter of time before they're all rolled out all across the world, not just in uh, Russia and Japan, but also United States. I mean, literally, it's going to be everywhere. This is the plan of the central banking cartel. It is no secret, so take heed. But with that being shared, now let's dive in to our next story of the day, discuss the latest with the SEC officially filing charges against Terra Labs and Doquan, which is interesting because shouldn't they have done something to protect investors against this fraud like uh, last year, but now they're coming out, you know what I mean, doing something a little, a little late. Wouldn't you think? But anyways, the U.S. SEC has filed a lawsuit against Terraform Labs and its founder, Doquan, for allegedly orchestrating a multi-billion dollar crypto asset security fraud. That's right. In a February 16th statement, the SEC said that Quan and Terraform offended and sold – or I'm sorry, offered and sold interconnected suite of crypto asset securities, many in unregistered transactions. The agency pointed to Terraform Labs' now collapsed algorithmic stablecoin, Terra Classic U.S. Uh, TC and its connected crypto Terra, which is Luna Classic now, Luna C. Today, we charge Singapore-based Terraform Labs, PTE, uh, LTD, and Du Huang Quan, I guess that's Du Quan, with orchestrating a multi-billion dollar crypto asset securities fraud involving in stablecoin and other crypto asset securities. The SEC also took issue with M assets, crypto derivatives that mirror the stock price of publicly listed companies, and Terraform's issuer mirror a governance token for the mirror protocol that lists m assets now the sec chairman gary gensler said in a statement that doe kwan and terraform failed to provide the public with full fair and trustful disclosure particularly for ustc and luna classic where we formally named terra and terra usd gensler added we also allege that they committed fraud by repeating false and misleading statements to build trust before causing devastating losses for investors but hey gary gensler where were you at last year to protect anybody you guys did absolutely nothing to protect anyone the fraud is done and over with and now you're suing the guy who has been on the run for the past year and you did nothing about it and now you want to do something about it a little late to the party if you're to ask me but nonetheless the sec filed a 55 page complaint in the u.s district court for the southern district in new york with charges relating to violations of registration and anti-fraud provisions of the securities act and exchange act in the complaint the sec and terraform and Quan touted and marketed its anchor protocol, which at one point was advertised to pay out 20% interest on USTC deposits. It also alleged that Terraform and Quan misled investors about the stability of Terra stablecoin. And last May, USTC lost a peg from the US dollar, causing its price and the price of Luna Classic to effectively collapse to zero. This resulted in a wider collapse in the digital asset market that wiped out an estimated value of $40 billion. 
dollars. Just like that, Gensler commended the SEC staff on their investigation, adding the defendants attempted to prevent us from obtaining important information about their business. Sure, Gary, this case demonstrates the length to which some crypto firms will go to avoid complying with security laws. Now, Kwan, the South Korean national, is currently at large and believed to be in Siberia after leaving his residence in Singapore sometime September following the court issuing an arrest warrant for him. Interpol repeatedly issued a red notice for Kwan and to law enforcement worldwide later in September. Kwan has denied he is hiding from the authorities and Terraform says claims South Korea's case against Kwan is highly politicized. Now, do you think Kwan is likely to be captured or you think he'll just continue on the run? I have a weird feeling that they're not going to capture him. I mean, if he's been on the run for this long and they can't find him, what makes you think you're going to find him all of a sudden? Meanwhile, you have Bankman Freed also committed fraud and violated the Securities Act and Gensler and the SEC did nothing to prevent them, even though they were having ongoing conversations behind closed doors. I mean, literally 10 billions, $10 billion worth of fraud. You know what I mean? Millions of investors defrauded. They did nothing about it. It just goes to show you how much they truly care about protecting investors. And I know I get passionate about this topic because it drives me crazy when you have regulators pretending to be regulators. Meanwhile, they're colluding with the corruption and it's a damn shame. We need to call them out for it if we expect any change uh, to happen. But with that being shared, now let's discuss the latest what's happening with Xiongping Zhao, CZ, the Binance uh, CEO, and then we'll dive into a $35,000 Bitcoin price prediction as per crypto analyst, Mikhail Vende Pop, and also something interesting to share with you from Adam uh, Back, uh, the CEO of Blockstream. But nonetheless, let's now dive into the latest with uh, CZ. CZ, uh, the CEO of crypto exchange Binance, says investors may turn to non-US dollar peg and algorithmic stablecoin amid regulatory pressures on BUSD. During a Twitter Spaces, February 14th, CZ explains why USD peg stablecoins are widely used. Quitting him here, stables are still important. Most people's costs are still in fiat currencies, and then they calculate returns, ROI, etc. When they calculate prices today, most people use US dollar prices for crypto because US dollar stablecoins are the most popular and the largest. Zhao's statement comes following reports that the US SEC considers initiating an enforcement action against crypto firm Paxos, which issued and operates BUSD in partnership with Binance for violating investor protection laws. The New York Department of Financial Services ordered Paxos to stop minting the stablecoin. CZ says the popularity of the US peg stablecoins may decline as regulators clamp down on these assets, quitting him here. I think given the current pressure and current stances taken by the regulators on the US dollar-based stablecoins, I think that the industry will probably move away from a non-US dollar-based stablecoin and maybe also back to algorithmic stablecoins. He also says the development is likely related to or started around the time of the Terra USD stablecoin collapse, which was further exasperated by the crash of the FTX exchange. Quitting him here, I think basically this is going to force industry players to look for other options, non-USD-based and more algo stablecoins. I think as a result of this, we'll probably see more euro-based or Japanese yen. Singapore dollar-based stablecoins is actually prompted up to look more for options 
at different places. And at the same time, we are also looking at Algo uh, stable coins. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with CZ. And do you think that the crackdown against it seems the now targeting CZ as well as their issuer Paxos? Do you feel this is likely to continue and could harm them as a centralized exchange? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And naturally, we're seeing a mass exodus of BUSD and into uh, Tether USDT, which just reached a recent high covered in yesterday's episode of roughly $70 billion. If I'm not mistaken, the market cap is soaring as uh, Binance seems to be getting attacked. But with that being shared, as you can see, we are pumping. Here's a goal. By the end of today's live chat, I'd love to see Bitcoin recapture 25000 We're currently above 24300 Already pumped about $300 from the beginning of the show, which is definitely a great omen. So let's keep the pumpage, shall we? And with that being shared, now let's dive into this prediction of a $35,000 Bitcoin price. The Wiley followed analyst, Mikhail Van Pop, recently uh, shared regulatory concerns from the U.S. SEC and says it will only strengthen the crypto ecosystem. I think he's right. Crypto analyst Mikhail Van Pop shares with his 648,000 Twitter followers that the SEC's recent crackdown represents a huge hit on crypto, but that traders should trade Bitcoin based on price, not context. Quoting him here, the SEC regulatory discussions are something to keep an eye on. However, the ecosystem only becomes stronger out of this entire thing. We have just had the largest attack on crypto in 2022, and since FTX price rallied more than 40% for Bitcoin, erase the context, trade the price. Focusing specifically on the king crypto, Bitcoin, Van de Pop expects some minor dips for Bitcoin before it takes off, quoting him here. So far, so good. If you'd want to get an entry, then you'd be looking at a case at 22.3 for longs. I think we'll continue the upwards trend from here, hence buying the dips also on Bitcoin. Now, the trader expects Bitcoin to continue trending up, but he also predicts Bitcoin will jump towards uh, upwards of 10,000 soon. Quoting him here, corrections are relatively short-lived in an upwards trending market. Higher time frame levels get one test and then the market start to shoot upwards as people overshort the correction. Breaking 25,000 will continue towards 30 to 35,000 for the king crypto. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analysts. And moving on from Bitcoin, Bande Pop also breaks down the trending Ethereum rival, Phantom. That's a 40% bounce on FTM from the desired level, expecting that will stabilize for a bit. So I'd be interested in 47 cents and 52 cents before we start continuing rallying. So there you have it. And also, he recently tweeted this this morning. Bitcoin corrects after hitting a final resistance before 30,000. That is not bad. That is normal. I'd be watching 22.8 as a crucial support to sustain. And then we'll be making higher lows again for continuation. Send it. Let's freaking go. Now, a recent tweet from Adam Backshares. Bitcoin under a trillion dollar market cap is bullish. I mean, bullish, as in I say ish as in shit. Let me just say the right word. Under a trillion dollar market cap is bullshit. Huge bargain. One trillion with 19.3 million Bitcoin equals 51,800. And Samson Mao chimed in. Bitcoin not at dollar stat parity is bullshit. And Adam Back responded, let's have the dollar bit parity first. Same as cent sat parity. A sat is really a bit cent. My guess is by the second next have in late 2027 or early 2028. 
2.8. And you can see these massive predictions he shared on February 12th, a bit bearish with historic 2.036x. December 2023, 33,800. December 2024, 68,800. And March would be the 2024 halving. 2025, 140,000. 2026, 285,000. 2027, 581,000. 2028, 1.18 million. 2029, 2.4 million. 2034.9 million. And by 2031, $10 million, which would be at the time of the December 3031 halving, taking until December for 34,000 seems pessimistic as the start is very underpriced. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Adam Back. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.